The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast channel, the number one podcast for police, meet, society, and culture. Today is Last Call Thursday, which means Last Call is all the news that you need to know so that when you go into the weekend, you don't have to sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends. You can sound like a real boy, like a real girl, like a real civilian. You're not talking about dead babies and domestic violence, giving you all the things that you need to know without having to go to mainstream media to find them with this anti-police or uh, some kind of an agenda twist behind it. Agended, by the way, is a word uh, that I made myself. It's actually in the uh, Tansy Dictionary. Look it up. Uh, agended. So uh, today's show is brought to you by GhostBed.com. Forward slash Wolfpack. They're back on for season three of Failure to Stop. Man, they've been with us since the beginning. Super loyal sponsor. Beds made in the good old hell me out here. USA, 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 USA. Uh, beds so amazing, deals so incredible that China sent a spy balloon over here to see how it is that they they give 35% off through the Valentine's holiday on adjustable basis, mattresses, cooling pillows, all the cooling technology and all their sheets and their toppers, insane deals. China needed to know how do these guys stay in business while making an American-made product, they sent a spy balloon over here. Come to find out that deal is one of America's greatest kept secrets. So our Navy shot it down. Our Air Force shot it down. Um, but that all started with Ghostbed. So historical moment for Ghostbed. Uh, but you can head over to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Start saving today on beds that uh, are really going to change your life as a first responder. Uh, we always talk about mental health, mental wellness. It all starts with a good night's sleep. Don't support another bed company uh, before you look into Ghostbed because they truly, truly, support first responders and veterans when all the other advertisers backed out over Uvalde ghost bed stayed true. And they're like, dude, we don't care dude. do whatever you want. Say whatever you want. We, we totally back the blue. Um, we're always going to be pro police. We don't care if anti-police, if pro police is negative. Um, we're going to keep promoting because uh, never, never will we think that that being pro police is the wrong way to be. So um, obviously they do not support any of any in the bad cops in Memphis or anything like that, but uh, they do support as a whole law enforcement so ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack if you want to support the show very simple one hammer the like button uh if you're watching it on youtubes uh, today's show doesn't go out on youtube so this only goes out to our paid subscribers uh again if you want to be a, an extra bonus you can be a paid subscriber you can get to see backstage shows we were backstage for about 30 minutes today hanging out with some of the folks um in the live chats but e even more important than that we don't want your money we want your review and your rating on itunes or spotify Please, 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 please. If you're listening to this, it's free content. Uh, back the blue, back the first responders of, of, of all kinds, the reds and the greens, uh, by going and giving a, a review and a rating. Um, other than that, uh, we have the meetup coming up uh, April 4th, a lot of April 12th, Wednesday, April 12th, a lot of people flying in for that. Um, if you are coming into that and you want to know where everybody's staying at the hotels, uh, it's going to be at Instill Distilling Company from five to eight and then at the studio from eight to ten. 8 to 10.30, something like that, which is all within almost walking distance of the hotel. You could walk back to the hotel if you wanted to. It's a one-minute Uber drive, or we can shuttle back and forth. It's that close. So uh, if you want to get in on the meetup, it's uh, in Clayton, North Carolina, on 
April 12th, which is a Wednesday. So uh, today, a lot of stuff going on in the news, man. A lot of stuff for you guys to talk about this weekend with your civilian friends. We'll give you the bullet points to all of that. Um, of course, we know about the spy balloon, and we're going to talk about it a little bit. Um, we're we're going to talk a little bit about the, the, the disaster in Turkey and else around the world. Um, but more importantly, when it comes to the spy balloon, what happened, wh why we were distracted by the spy balloon. And the, topic, the main topic of today's show is uh, a drop-dead uh, booster shot. Um, drop-dead. People are dying to get this booster. Literally, people are fucking dying. Um, at an unprecedented rate of, un of unknown reasons and why. And so we'll break that down. Fact versus fiction. There was a guy on the PGA Tour, that spitting image, like the exact replica of all the other ones that we've seen, the one that we saw at the, the World Cup, one we saw on the football field, the one we saw with the yoga instructor or whatever kind of um, instructor that was where the girl just falls out in the gym. Um, we got the, the college baseball athlete, and now we've got a PGA caddy. Same way. Same motion, standing there, boom, out, respiratory, uh, a, a heart attack. Um, but this was a young PGA Tour caddy. And uh, what's going on? We don't know. We're going to talk about it today. And then we've got a little bit of, of weird news to wrap it up, such as a woman, an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead, was sent to the morgue, and they find out that she was not dead. So we'll talk about that. I can't believe that that's still happening in 2023. Um, before we jump in all that, I'm, I'm joined today by Josh from dead like media, Josh, how are you doing today? And what you got for us? It's another great Wednesday. Yeah. The, the spy balloon and then all, like, oh yeah, we have a spy balloon. Then there's, they've always got to go and try to, well, it was under Trump too. Well, they didn't tell Trump. And then there was how many balloons were they, where they were they at. And then the unexpected death, like if you Google unexpected death, just unexpected death. One of the first articles you get is from Forbes talking about why this isn't a thing. And then it's surrounded by articles of just people of young ages, but under 40 years old, just unexpectedly dying. Murr 530 in the, the private chat says, Tansy, it's the science says it's the eggs, the eggs that now cost three times as much and the farms that are being torched. Uh, there has been some very crazy news about the eggs. As a matter of fact, I, I got rid of 30 something chickens and now we're getting a whole bunch more back because I'm not going to play these games. Eggs are good for you. Um, when the government tells you that the eggs are not good for you and people have been eating eggs since the beginning of time, um, you know, there's a problem there. Uh, these are strange times that we're living in. My phone is recording me as we speak. Let me delete this really quick. Jesus. Um, Crazy times that we're going through right now. First of all, let's jump into the uh, the balloon, Chinese balloon. We good to jump into that? Sure. Uh, so they go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, they uh, they started releasing some pictures of from the recovery process. And when I say they release pictures, you're just it's just people standing on a boat, and you're not going to really see anything of like what what devices or if they recovered anything specifically, they said it's going to be transferred to the FBI uh, facility in Quantico for analysis. But they, oh, I've uh, got a lot of hopes and prayers into that. This isn't the first balloon that's flown over the United States either. No, but it's the first one that made national news, but it's the first one that won. It's the first one that went all the way across the United States. And it's the first one that anybody saw with their own eyes. You know, I think that had nobody have seen this, the American government would have never said anything about it. Personal. Well, well, you can just back that up with the other three that went across. They didn't say anything under the Trump administration. No, but while we were all fixated on this 
the spy balloon, which I do have a problem with, dude. Like, no other country should be sending spy balloons into your shit without it getting shot down ever. Um, ever, for any reason. And just like I would hope that if we sent a spy balloon into China, that they would shoot it down. Like, you know, I know that there's protests going on in China over us shooting their spy balloon down. I uh, can't imagine that that's real because you can't be so stupid to think that if you fly a surveillance balloon in somebody else's country that they're not going to shoot it. Am I crazy for thinking that? I don't know. Let's well, here's how we do it. We can throw up our own spy balloon, have it drift over Russia and see what happens. Right. I feel like we're going to get nuked for it. Have it drift over China. See what happens. See, see the news that comes out of China. If we launched a balloon from some European country that we're, we've got ties with because we have all these troops over there now. So we have the assets. Let's just yeah. launch one up and see what happens. What's interesting enough, though, is while that balloon was going up, Biden quietly released um, a man named, uh, let's see, there's there's two of them. It's uh, Mahad Khan. Um, he was an Al-Qaeda terrorist, and they released him to Belize after being six years in custody through the CIA at Guantanamo Bay. Um, while we were focused on the Chinese spy balloon, this was a radicalized terrorist from 9-11. Uh, his quote is, I promise I've changed and I'm not going to break the law in Belize. Okay, whatever. He also had ties to the attacking in the Indonesia hotel in 2003, which I think automatically gets you the death penalty. Um, but after 16 years in custody, while this magical balloon is up, Biden quietly releases this dude for, to, for, for free, gives him absolute freedom at 42 years old in Belize. Just more weak leadership. Not only did he release this guy, but he released, um, no, it's the same guy, Biden regime. Quiet, this is this is just a, this is from the centennial. Um, Biden regime quietly frees one of 9-11 terrorist planners from Guantanamo Bay as the whole country watches the Chinese problem. Um, I thought this was two different articles. I thought he released two different people, but it's not. It's Mashad Khan, um, and they released him to to uh, Belize. So, you know, we released the gentleman. Uh, that what they call him? What did they call the guy that they released? The merchant before? of death. Merchant of death. So we release. Why are we releasing any of these people? What's, what are we getting? What's out in of it for us? That's about, that would be my very first question. What are we getting out of this? Either way, I don't like it. If you're at the weekend barbecue, it's definitely something to bring up. I don't understand, like, why is it a particular, you know, did, did Trump, I mean, I don't know, I'm asking. Did Trump release high-priority, high-level terrorists? Did he release them from, from Guantanamo Bay or anything while he was in presidency? I mean, or is this just, uh, you know, it, it seems to me that one side is trying to just sabotage all the efforts. I, there was a lot of talk about this balloon and that, during the Trump administration, a balloon had come over Texas and over Florida. And I did some more research on this and it, it was true, but Trump was never allegedly was never briefed on it. Uh, how much do you believe that? Do you think that a spy balloon could fly over this country and the president not be briefed on it? Is that possible? Or is, or is the Trump administration just, you know, doing well, the whole, Oh, well, you didn't hear about it. You've got that intelligence committee or the intelligence community. That's not, they're not following in step with what the administration is doing. They're doing their own thing to begin with. We're seeing that with Twitter and all the other stuff. So you can say that, I mean, the amount of things that happen on a daily basis that goes into that press, that goes into that morning brief and all that stuff, there is so much stuff that gets dropped from there. So yeah, but you think the, a spy balloons, not one of those things, but I mean, maybe it is. maybe like that's how little I know about what's going on in, in the, in the world. 
I'd expect I feel like a spy balloon over Texas and Florida is a pretty big fucking deal. Maybe the first one, not so much, but the second or the third one, if there is more than one, uh, for sure. Because and I know we got spy shit everywhere, but I expect that if it gets caught, you're going to let them know. There's consequences, right? Like if we're catching a basketball player with m- m- minute amounts of marijuana and then, you know, having to make crazy trade deals, I expect that if you catch a spy in your country, it would be the same thing. Okay, so, I mean, Dennis Rodman. I mean, if you think about back to, you know, the stuff that your, your military stuff, you know, a lot of things that you're doing, we do, we did was we were probing to find weaknesses. So here's at least four documented times that we've had spy balloons over our country. We've done something once about it. Right. So um, and, and the only reason we did something about it was because the entire country, you know, because they had to politically, they had to, I mean, hands down undisputed, we have the weakest president that we've ever had in this country. I mean, w- far weaker than by uh, than Obama, far weaker than Bush. I mean, Bush couldn't talk either, but he was nobody. Nobody said like he was a weak ass president. You know what I'm saying? He, Biden he is a weak. weak ass. This administration is completely weak. I have like my fear for this country is if something did happen if we were attacked by somebody else during this time right now what would we do if there was was some aggression or because we've been you know i was i was talking to some folks about it and you know the left controls okay who controls the media like in, in reality like the owners the true owners of fox news you know there's you know out of the what are they Democrats, correct? The majority of them. The majority are Democrats, right? College institutions. Are, are institutions more conservative or liberal? Definitely leaning left. Definitely Hollywood. More conservative or more left? All left. Okay. These are the entities that are brainwashing and controlling every and by brainwashing, I mean like influencing, right? Like these are your influencers. You're this Grammy Award stage where they're all dressed as Satan. One, the whole satanic thing we've talked about before, like the Balenciaga thing. But like, why why are all the influencers, the major influencers, your media outlets, your institutions, and your Hollywood, who are all left-leading, why are we allowing them to influence us when they are the root cause of all of the problems? Like, you would think if they're the most influential, right? If kids are going to school to be educated, if people are watching Hollywood to be influenced and, and to have, you know, to idolize these celebrities and have somebody to look up to role models, etc., And the media is where we go to get all our information. All those people are the ones that are influencing, influencing us. Why is shit so terrible? There's a, it's all about money. So it always comes back to money. So you have to figure out what, where are they making money? How are they making the money? Are they making well, the money? By, it's like by, if all the biggest by, influencers of, are the left, you know, at what point do we not wake up and say like, oh, okay, now I see what's going on here. Every decision being made right now is being made from the left and they're all terrible, weak decisions. Uh, well, that, you don't and hear you, a lot of weakness coming from the right. That, and you have the news who has been historically for the last several years, you just wait 20 minutes and whatever they put out is debunked. So you have media that's acting as a propaganda machine. They're not a fact based That's exactly what I'm saying. But it's like, how, how do these kids not wake up and say like, okay, listen, all the idols that I look up to are satanic, right? Like, or, or doing some kind of satanic referencing, um, which are not good. Right. Um, and they're promoting weakness and vulnerability and 
then the celebrities, they're also promoting weakness and vulnerability and they're all left. And then our college and our institutions are all left. At what point do we say like, okay, everybody that's in control is left and everything sucks. It's one of those things where I have personally, I've just accepted that the country has failed. I don't believe in any institution that we have because I can look at my personal account for everything for the past several years. So it's one of, you just gotta, you can't, cause you have to still go down with your day to day. So you got to get up and put your shoes on. You got to get up and do stuff every day. Just knowing that, okay, all this stuff is bad on, just try to, I would say to avoid it, but just keep a, keep an eye on it. And Was there a sense of hope? You think there's a sense of hope? Like we have this sense of like, somebody is going to be a hero. Somebody's going to stand up. Somebody that hasn't been corrupted. Somebody that doesn't have a sex tape on Epstein's Island. Somebody's going to come out. You've um, got uh, DeSantis in, te- or in Florida and you got a couple other people that have slowly come to rise up. But this show, this show right here, before I was even part of it, this show is what gives me, is what kind of gives me hope. Because there are more than one people that have that same thought process of, hey, this isn't right. So then right. people start getting together like, okay, we can agree that this isn't right. So let's, let's, let's put a stop to this. Let's vote these people out. Let's not vote this in. Or let's, let's point out the hypocrisy. Like, Hey, you said that this is what you were going to do to get in the office. Now you're in office. It's been two or three years. You haven't done any of that stuff. Yeah. I was very slow to say that the election was stolen. I didn't want to say that. Um, cause there wasn't any evidence. Like I, I needed to see all the evidence. I needed to see some proof and not just conspiracy theories, et cetera. I was very slow to condemn the vaccine. Like I wanted to wait. I waited well over a year reading, reading up on it, reading the books, listening to other podcasts, both sides of the story, uh, talking to doctors of all sorts. Um, and before I came up with my conclusion, but now that I'm, I'm two years into what I consider myself to be well-informed, you know, I do, I a hundred percent believe, I believe that the election was stolen. I believe that there's more evidence that it was stolen than there's evidence proven that it wasn't stolen. I also think that, that the COVID vaccine is, you know, 95% a, a sham, a scam. I think it was, I think there was a lot more negative that came out of the vaccine than there was positive out of the vaccine. Um, as far as corruption goes, uh, I think the science was not trusted at all. I think the information we were given was wrong. I think it was all manipulated by rich, hungry, power hungry, wealthy folks that were just in it to line their pockets. And that's why you only have one vaccine for this. You don't have off-branded vaccines. So no, I had two years in it's with with a little with a little bit of research, with a little bit of objectivity, right? Where you, where you're looking at things objectively, hearing both sides of the story objectively, empathizing with both sides of the story. I think there's overwhelming evidence on the side of the election was stolen and that this vaccine was, was, was a 90, 95% at least a scam by, by Pfizer. Cause if, if you look at the election, everything that went to court for the election, it was all thrown out on merit. It wasn't or um, case or precedent or procedural stuff. It wasn't thrown out because the evidence wasn't there. It wasn't thrown out because you didn't have this to support it. It was thrown out because, you missed a deadline or you didn't dot an eye on this piece of paper or you didn't file this. It was all procedural stuff. So every bit of that, because I, I you just, I always say, if you want me to believe you, show me the receipts, right? You open up your doors, show me your receipts. And they're not showing any receipts. They're doubling down on this 
you got it's like the Titanic stuff in the Grammys. You have there's like the end. There's a clip of it, and it was going around Twitter. It was great. It was the, that Titanic dance, and then they broke to go to commercial, and it's the 2023 Grammys brought to you by Pfizer. Right. Right. So who paid for that? So you're not right. going to see them talk about Project Deritas having one of their doctors talking about that they are doing gain of function research and they want to mutate this. They right. want to mutate it to then be able to create more money out of it. So it's right. all money. If yeah. you want, if you want me to believe in so I'm this, the rich the, ruling elite, which are in control of your school, which are in control of Hollywood, which are in control of your media, they are ruining everything. And people are like, well, I don't think the government's smart enough. You're right. The government's not smart enough. But it's the people who put money in the pockets. It's the person that's writing the check are. And you're talking about six or seven really smart, really rich motherfuckers. And and, and you can talk as much shit as you want about Alex Jones and how crazy he is. And I do agree with you on how crazy he is. But there's definitely an instance where, I mean, I totally believe that's that story where he walks in on this ritual. I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, when you start seeing things that happen with Balenciaga, when you start seeing things that happen with the Grammys and you see, you know, you can go on TikTok and you can watch these people compile these videos together. At some point you can say like, Oh, well they're reaching. But if you add up enough, how far do they have to reach? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot of people doing satanic dances and flashing the same satanic rituals over and over and over again that fit one certain type of demographic where they went from one way making a little bit of money to completely changing their identity and changing their, their belief system, Katy Perry, to becoming a totally different type of human being. That's now really like wealthy and on the wealthy side. Um, I think there is some ritualistic stuff. I mean, when you hear Steve-O talking about, you know, people that have done cocaine with, right. And he talks about going to these parties. I'm telling you, I've been there. I've, I've been to a few parties where I see some crazy and that, and it's the really rich people that are there, brother. It's the really rich people there that want to hang out with the celebrities. And there's some really weird shit going on. I've talked about it. I talked about a fucking orgy that I that I ended up – I got invited to an influencer party, and it was a fucking orgy. And they, and they had, like, security guards. There was, like, rich people. There was a Bitcoin dude there that was, like, super fucking rich. I mean, I had no business being there. I was, like, the lowest of the lowly there. And they wanted me to sign a non-disclosure. I walked in. I stayed for, like, five minutes. They tried everything to keep me there. Begged me to stay and watch or do anything. I was there for like, maybe like, I don't know. I finished a beer and left and was, and didn't participate or do anything except leave. Um, while they begged me to say, so some crazy shit goes on, dude. And I think that, that, I think that that's, I think that's where they get you, right? Like you're, you're, you're low. You're you're nobody like myself, your podcast, you get invited to one of these parties. They talk you into doing it. Luckily, you know, they caught me at the wrong time because I'm a, a, a husband, and, and I have four kids and I still have the morals and ethics and values of a police officer. And, and I've made a commitment to myself that I would never do those things. I, I will never, I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to move up. I don't want to be any more famous or any less famous than I am now, which I'm not really that famous, but you know, 2.3 million downloads, people hear my voice. I don't need to go any further than this. I'm completely happy. I don't want a bigger house. I don't want a boat. I'm settled. I'm fine. But I think what they do is they find somebody like me. They take you to one of these orgies. They convince you to doing it. All of a sudden, they got you on the hook, dude. You've cheated on your wife at this orgy. So, hey, man, you know, you need to come to this party. Well, I don't really want to come to this party. Well, why not? Well, I, I really don't appreciate the things that were going on. Okay, well, don't forget you fucking participated in that. It'd suck if your wife found out. Then you're like, oh, well, we really want you to make an appearance at this party. Okay. And then you go to that party. Next thing you know, you're doing ecstasy for the first time or whatever, you know, 
running lines of blow. And then they get you down this rabbit hole, man. And, and then, they, then can, they own you. Then they said the same thing. We won't tell your, or we won't tell your audience that you were doing this. You can't talk about this topic on the podcast. You can't talk about this subject or we want you to talk about this. These are the talking points we want you to hit on. Yeah. And, and they have that over you. Over so, forever. Yeah, that's, and they, I think every single one of these celebrities get introduced into these types of parties. And that's why, you know, um, what's her name that wrote her tell all um, she, uh, she was in um, the wedding psychology. singer wedding singer uh drew barrymore you know doing lines of cocaine at eight years old at these parties you know um i think they're all doing these types of parties paris hilton i mean just look at steve-o like steve-o doesn't give a fuck he's he's all the of all those celebrities he names are doing cocaine then and those are the top of the game then anybody that's going to their parties is also going to be doing cocaine because they want to be like them well you got to fit in you gotta be one of the one of the, the the one of the crowd, and then as soon as you're one of the crowd, then you have dirt on everybody else, but they also have dirt on you. So it's that same everybody's in bed with everybody else mm-hmm. that nobody that we keep talking about, and then it's like, well, that's not true. That's not really happening. Well, no, it is. It's it that is happening, and yeah. you have people that are talking out about it. And the, the question I would ask is, if someone, if if I were bringing this information to someone, trying to red pill them if that's the term that you want to use i would ask them at what point where is the drawing line where is the line in the sand that you have that much evidence and then beyond that we have more at what point do you stop believing in what you're seeing on the news and start believing what you're seeing with your actual eyes right how at what point how much and then you can then you go okay well, now I have a, I have a, I have a point that I need to get to that I can help this person understand that this is what's really going on, because, like we were talking beforehand, I'm like there, I got family members I don't really talk to anymore because of all the stuff that's happened in the media in the last couple of years, and my own blood brother I don't talk to that much because of the stuff that's happened in the media and the, the vilification of the of law enforcement, and he was on board with it, and I told him I said you realize that you were just talking shit about me, he goes well no no you're different, I go, no no no, you don't get to put. Everybody is a bastard asterisk, but my brother. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't play. You yeah, just yeah, called yeah. me a bastard. You just called yeah. me a murderous racist killer. I have not had any of that in my career. And I know people that I like I know that you know that you have worked with cops, they're bad cops that shouldn't have been wearing a badge. I know that I mean, they're cops. To be honest I, with you, to be honest with you, no. Not necessarily bad, like um, a rate, not, like not racist or anything like that. There are but, there are cops that I didn't agree with, but none of them, none of them at the Raleigh Police Department, aside from ultra management, like chief down. But they're they're no longer cops. I don't count them because they're answering to the city manager. They're playing this whole political game that we're talking about right now. But street level cops, I never met a cop that I said that is a corrupt and foul dude. He should turn in his badge. Oh, no, not that I mean. So not corrupt and foul, but. Um, Maybe they Stealing shouldn't have graduated. They should have graduated the academy. Suck at their job, sure. You know they're just yeah. They they suck at their they're a liability for their yeah. they're unsafe. They're a liability. Like I've worked with people like that, and I know that you work with people like but but they're not. They're a li- They're a liability though. They're not. They're not racist. They're not right. corrupt. They're not. They're just. They should be in that job. Like sure. There are cops that shouldn't be cops. That's what no, the no, that's no, what no, the no, hiring no. process is for. That's what the academy's for. That's what the field training program's for. 
that's what should have weeded out the Memphis. Like all stuff. those cops in Memphis. <laughs> that's they should exactly. They should have never got to that point. But there, there's still there's going to be people that slip through the cracks. But it's never even the guys in Memphis with the stuff that we're seeing. Like I'm taking all of the stuff that I'm seeing with a grain of salt. But it sounds like every day something more comes out. Like there's a rumor and another thing comes out and a rumor and another. Maybe. But we, the problem guys, is, is that these rumors get substantiated. They get backed that, up. Yep. You know, like. Oh, the rumor has it that this happened. And then, you know, then a couple, and then the, the problem is, is that the media gets out in front of it. Um, and, and, and people don't really find out the truth. I mean, the fact that Biden let, let this nine 11 terrorist guy go that had direct ties to the Indonesia thing. And after 16 years, I mean, could you imagine if you or I, you know, think about these guys that are doing the January 6th, January 6th stuff, you know, if they could figure out if they could put blame on, on, that officer having a heart attack on a one person, one individual, that dude would be in jail for life. Not 16 years. And this dude helped carry out the 2003 attack in Indonesia, and he did 16 years in Guantanamo Bay. I mean, I, you know, the thing is, is you don't see the right making decisions like this, and which makes me like go full right right now. But I also understand that the right is very corrupted as well, and, 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 and I understand that. But there is a deliberate... There's a deliberate attack on morals, values, and this country as we know it. I don't know why, but there's no reason to be made. Like th that Afghanistan pullout was proof enough. You don't pull out of Afghanistan in the middle of the summer. Not when you, four months later, it'll be too cold for anybody to give away. You don't give up Bagram, which is like the key to the Middle East, baby. You don't just give it up and you don't give it up in that fashion. You don't give it up in that way. It's like we are setting ourselves up for failure on purpose. Like you let a Chinese spy balloon come all the way across Alaska, go all the way around Montana, drop all the way down over North Carolina and exit out the South Carolina coast. And you're fine with that over the whole country. This shit is on purpose, man. There are, there are powers at play that are trying to ruin this country on purpose. Well, then you have to, like to, to, to get with the, the China stuff. If you Google China balloon, and your search just searched and scroll down. It'll have stuff about China and Biden. It has a specific section about China and Biden. I didn't put anything about Biden in the search. I didn't put anything about. I just put China balloon, and it'll have. Why does the Google need to put context between the relationship with our sitting president and another country, who just sent a spy balloon across? Like what? Not only that, hi Joe. Like I mean, not, you know what I mean. Not only that, there's the there's TikTok. That's the big one that everybody's. You look at TikTok in the United States and you look at TikTok in China. China has math and engineering and science and chemistry. That's what they're showing their kids at their TikTok. Over here, we have get a sex change and show your ass and this is what tits look like. Two totally different sets of, of criteria from the same company. But then you look at the back door on the TikTok. TikTok's already spying on us. The Department of Defense under Trump has already outlawed it. Yeah, and you've got every first sergeant and sergeant major in the Army and recruiter Post police department tiktok police, police department oh it, it, it drives me nuts like it drives me nuts it's um, like when it when it's a known it's not a secret it's known but we're still allowing it yeah i i think it should be dod policy that you can't in uniform you cannot post anything on tiktok in uniform i thought right. that trump outlawed right. it off of all uh all government anything that has a government 
uh, IP to it. So your government phones, your government computers, all that stuff, you couldn't be on it at all. Yeah, and you, you think that Sergeant Major that's making his little fucking TikToks every time, like he's like TikTok viral, you think he's going to his personal phone? He doesn't even own a personal phone. Not being a sergeant major. Um, but, you know, okay, so, you know, we're talking about this. We're talking about the balloon. Uh, let's talk about this dropping dead, this drop dead, uh, this drop dead vaccine. Are people, is it, is it, is it, is there a problem? Are people dying in an unprecedented uh, number that are unexplained? Is that happening so, or not? If you Google it, like I do with before our shows, and you bring up the Forbes article here, have many athletes died suddenly since COVID-19 vaccine override? Question mark. Such claims lack evidence. So I'll go ahead and pull the other article that's above it up. A police officer dies unexpectedly in Pemberton, New Jersey. I'll pull the next one above that up. Uh, ABC News mourns unexpected death of producer. Uh, I'll go just below it. High school senior dies after suffering a heart attack at school. And then um, this is after this comes after a second death of another student was a 16 year old girl died after a medical emergency at a football game. So if you go to Forbes, they'll tell you that there is absolutely nothing. But if you just look at the articles above or the articles below, there are articles all over the United States of people younger than 50 years old just having heart attacks. Yeah, I, I it, and it seems like it's getting more and more every day that we're that we're coming out with somebody else having a new new heart attack. I mean, the the, the comedian that collapsed on stage, um, and they're all collapsing in the same exact manner in the same exact way. It's Bizarre. it's very quick, very sudden. There's no there's no precursors. There's no onset. There's no. It's just all said just and you're gone. Is anybody still getting booster shots? They keep pushing them. They, the last, I like because I don't watch the news, but last thing one of the articles that I read that they were talking about that the booster shots have become as as normal as getting like the flu shot. Don't quote me on that, but I, I for sure I thought I read somewhere or listen was listening to somewhere that they were saying that. Right. Like, well, if it's it's as bad as the common if it's as bad as the flu. Because the the problem that we the the biggest issue that we have in the country is we can't question anything. Or your conspiracy it right now? Questioning it right now. I'm done with well, conspiracy theory shit, dude. Like after the Twitter files came out, after the yep. JFK files came out in December, dude. Like, I'm, uh, dude, call me a conspiracy theorist, baby. You're the idiot. You're the dumb dumb that's still wearing your mask. It's like prove it, prove it, not to do anything for you. And you're still walking around with it by yourself in the park. I don't give a shit what you think about me. You call me a conspiracy theorist, it's all you want, dude. You're the idiot. You're the you're the one that'll be speaking Chinese before anybody else does. Like I'll be the one that you come running to. Uh, you know, when I'm laying dudes down coming across the beaches, you know, conspiracy um, theories only last about like 12 hours now. It's, it's almost to the point now where the same, you're within the same news cycle of the same, the same day, the same people that gave you the story in the morning, you could debunk it by the time they're off here. And yeah. it's the, the problem is, is the media is just, it's, they haven't fallen on their sword. Like, look, we fucked up. We lied a bunch about all this shit and we fucked, but they're not going to because brought to you by you know, when, when, when raw milk, when, when heroin, when heroin is being decriminalized and, and sanctuary cities are telling you that it's okay. Like it, we will not arrest you and we will not punish you for simply having heroin or cocaine on you. But those same cities will give you a felony for having unpasteurized milk from a cow 
you know it's not about the safety. Did you know in Canada that you can't even possess unpasteurized milk? It's a felony. There was... I have to pull it up. We buy unpasteurized milk on the black market. My wife has to like literally go underground and buy unpasteurized milk. Allegedly. And collect it. Huh? Allegedly. That way Allegedly. you don't get looked my wife at. Does that. Allegedly does that. I mean, you want to come, you want to bring the SWAT team to my house to check my refrigerator for unpasteurized milk? You know, bring your bear cat and. They've rolled out SWAT teams for way less in the past 12 months. Didn't they do something like for some some woman that like like was protecting a deer that's like the rest of the deer family got smoked? I, there was a, I just think like it's crazy. Idiot. I think it's crazy that you can't that you can you can possess heroin and 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 stuff like that. We're not going to throw you in jail for having crack or heroin, but if we catch you with unpasteurized milk, it's game over. When all the science and technology in today's world, like it's it's very very easy to keep unpasteurized milk safe. So then I, I, my, my brain goes back to where's the money at with this? So they're not getting enough money from the milk or they're starting to get money from heroin or there's, there's some treatment plan or there's something that they're some center that are going to open or some medicine that they're going to push something. There's some money on the back end of something. There's always money on the back end of everything. That's what I've learned with looking at all this stuff. It's all money. It's all down to money or power. That's what they want. It's crazy though that you can't have unpasteurized milk. I mean, it's America, baby. Like, dude, I mean, you can smoke cigarettes, which will kill you, but you can't take a chance on unpasteurized. You can get a cocktail shaken with raw eggs, but you can't drink unpasteurized milk from a cow. You can have a Chinese spy balloon fly over your house. <laughs> We're not yeah, going to so do nothing. They're, they're going to cancel you. I mean, like, it's unbelievable that you can't even have the debate. Like, why? Like, literally. Like any reasonable person, you're telling me that you can have heroin and not go to jail. But if you have unpasteurized milk, you will go to jail. It makes no sense. And the fact that you can't have a conversation about it even makes less sense. Unbelievably. It's it's all kinds because like here in Denver, I think Denver decriminalized um, mushrooms. Right, like you can ago. you can have a safe haven for people to shoot up heroin, but you can't have a midwife uh, deliver your baby inside your house in North Carolina unless they're approved by a doctor. Which means you're still having to meet all the doctor requirements, the requirements that you don't want to meet to have a baby. Don't want to have the hard by, But it's approved mm-hmm. by the doctors that they say that can approve it. Because if you have a doctor that has a dissenting opinion, they won't let him talk anymore. You know. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't prescribe somebody yoga for weight loss, but you can give them all sorts of shit for their thyroid and all this other stuff, but you can't, can't give them a, an alternative option. Can't talk about, you know, it's great. I mean, this is a crazy world that we're living in and we tolerate it. We're the ones that tolerate it. We're the ones that tolerate this. It's a, it's a clown world as a lot of people have put it. And, and I, there's a little bit of hope inside of me that says, you know, well, knowing is half the battle, right? The more you know, G.I. Joe, the more you know, you know, that's half the battle. So, you know, if half the battle is just spreading this information out there uh, to, to let other people think about, you know, information always wins in the long run. And then well, that's why gotta... we thank God we have podcasts. And, and when, the minute that they start going after podcasts, like the minute that Podbean and Apple iTunes, the minute they start doing the same shit that, that YouTube is doing, that's when it's game on for me. 
that's that's when my switch flips because then you're no longer allowed to give out the information period i can't i know i can't do it on youtube fine i know i can't do it on instagram fine no i can't do it on facebook but i'm happy knowing that i can do it on podcast but if you take podcast away from me and i have no way of getting real information out to the world that's when i'll start doing things on my own without the how system. how if you think right now take that same that same thing you're 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 not allowed to talk about anything dissenting against the, 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 whatever the theory, the narrative, whatever the, the story is. How much different is that than early Germany during Hitler's takeover? They, right. they wanted to get rid of guns. Yep. They wanted to get rid of books. They wanted to, like, it's the same kind of thing. My thought is, is if you let everything out there, the, the, the best of the bunch will rise to the top because it, the 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 world can kind of self police itself. We can look at each other and go, that one's not that elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. But this person over here, I'm listening to what they're saying. They know how to start fire, so I'll go listen to them because they can keep me alive in the winter time because it's cold. So we have the ability to look at it. We just need to be presented it in a in a manner that kind of makes sense. And the podcast does kind of help it. But you're right. As soon as this conversation goes away. I don't know where the country's gone any more than where it's gone right now. I mean, I, I think, it, I, like I said, I think there's enough people that are like myself. There's enough people like the Black Rifle guys. There's enough people out there that aren't going to tolerate. But so much. My line, my line is drawn is like when they start, when they, when they start nixing podcasts and stuff like that. That's when, that's when I'll start taking to the streets, um, and you'll start seeing me actively protesting or actively trying to. And and I think that's that's you know you're a lot more dangerous as a human when you are reaching people in person and we don't forget that before there was an internet people could mass together and protest even when they couldn't put it out in newspapers they still amassed and they still got shit done look at the women's rights movement look at the black movement um, look at the gay movement people will find each other and there is a lot more to be done when you are real human flesh bonded together then you are, you know, in social media chats spread out all over the country. And if you take the my voice away from podcasts, well, then I'll do the more dangerous thing and, I, and I'll amass myself alongside of other people. You just walked in. Is amass the right word? It's a good word, right? My wife just walked in. She's looking Assemble. great tonight. Assemble. Um, and, and, and I'll just keep assembling in some way, shape, or form. Um, and I think that's a lot more dangerous, you know, when you start getting a lot of people together. And that's when you start having, you know, people – uh, doing what they do with the the riots and the the anti police riots. I mean, you see how dangerous they are. Now, imagine if you had actually smart people out there protesting. Think about how much more dangerous that would be when you don't have a bunch of nimcompoops that are dressed like terrorists, where they can be identified. Wait until you have the smart people that are under the radar that you can't pa Passive resistance yeah. is very, very powerful. Very powerful, man. Um, it's an ex it's it's the civil rights. It's one of the things that helped I mean, push the, the civil Polish rights movement. Dude, like like the Polish when they stood up to the Nazis. I mean, they gave the Nazis absolute hell, absolute hell. And that was a group of teenagers that just said, "Yeah, we're done with this shit. Let's Red fucking Dawn. let's get some shovels and let's be smart about this." And you know, that's where we have Warsaw. <laughs> you know, they held Warsaw for I don't fifty something days. You know, that little town of Warsaw fighting off an entire Nazi army for 54 days. Like, great. Like, that's crazy shit that can go down, dude. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, before we wrap up this show, I did want to talk about something else. It's it's crazy to me. Um, one, 
Uh, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Females are, this is an article coming out of News and Science from The Independent, uh, that females are more likely to be promiscuous in cooler climates. Scientists examined female fruit flies, sexual behavior in hot and cold climates. And they put this together with, uh, with humans and everything else. And just in general, females from all sorts of different uh, animals and bugs and just females in general uh, are a lot more promiscuous or down to do dirty deeds when it's cold outside huh. how much does that translate into actual people though i don't know because spring break is not usually typically cold but you know if women are more promiscuous when it's cold that's no better hint for you than to get the ghost bed with the new cooling technology um that's just proof of why you need the cooling technology that comes with a ghost bed right now if you go to ghostbed.com forward slash wolfpack you can get a bed with the cooling mattress and the cooling sheets, cooling pillow for 35% off. Zero down, 0% financing. And that's if you um, that's if you have first responder credit. So, uh, But just remember, according to science, females are more likely to be promiscuous in cooler climates. Uh, next up in the weird, strange news, something awesome to talk about this weekend over your uh, barbecue. Another funeral home discovers a woman presumed to be dead, but she's still alive. This happened in a New York funeral home. No, no secret that New York's been trying to kill old people um, before it's their time um, for the last four years. Uh, what, what's what's when you cry against old people? If you're old, that's why you're going to Florida. That's why all the old people go to Florida. Is they'll kill you in New York, put you down, dude. Canada, same way. Freaking, you'll euthanize you real quick. They'll invite you in Canada. They'll give you an option. You can either wait for health care, or we can kill you. Yeah. 82 year old woman was pronounced dead at a New York nursing home. Go figure. They're just desperately trying to get women out of the, uh, uh, old folks out of the nursing homes there, but found to be breathing three hours later at the, at, at the funeral home. So they take her from the nursing home, send her to the funeral home. It's 2023. There's no excuse. How do you not tell if somebody's alive or dead before they go to a funeral home? You, you don't try to get a pulse. You don't put an EKG on. I mean, there, there are devices that people can be a deep sleep, especially deep, deep sleep or co almost comatose. They're, they're still function. You could the test. The woman whose name was not released was taken to the OB Davis funeral home in Miller Place at 1.30 p.m. Police said in a news release she was discovered breathing at 2.09. So from 1.30 to 2.09, she was zipped up in a fucking bag and dead. The woman was taken to a hospital. Um, there's been no update on her condition. Um, this happened on Monday. Uh, the apparent premature declaration of death occurs days after a continuing care home in Iowa was fined $10,000. Dude, I'm telling you right now, you pronounce my mother dead and you put her in a funeral home only to find out she's still alive. I'm taking you to the bank for a lot more than 10 grand. We're, we're going to court. Forever. I was, uh, that, the woman that, was placed that, in a body bag, taken to Ankeny Funeral Home Crematory where the workers found that she was breathing and they called 911. That's incredible. Good for them. Imagine being there though and you open it up and some old lady just goes <gasps> Oh, okay. Now I just got an update. I just got an update. She was returned to hospice care and then she died on January 5th according to the report issued last week. So this article is a little bit older. She did finally end up dying, but fuck, dude. I mean, just on principle alone, putting somebody in a, in a, in a body bag and sending them to a crematory before they're dead Dude, that's some dark shit, man. Like, I'm you're who paying me out. Who pronounced someone had to come there with a medic because, because 
I don't know how you guys work, but we couldn't pronounce anybody. It only has to be in medical people and they usually just take them to the hospital. And then some doctor would pronounce them there. But someone has to pronounce them dead to get them over there. So who's losing their license over that one? Ooh, man, you ain't kidding, dude. Um, you're not kidding, man. That's some scary stuff. Like I could, way back in the day when I was in high school, I had my nursing assistant license. And for a brief time, I did work at a nursing home. And we had some people expire while I was there. Every time we had someone we thought, Unless they had a DNR, we'd start working on them and then the ambulance come and they would take them to the hospital. And then that's what, even if for sure that we knew that they were dead. Funny enough, my buddy Robert, my buddy Robert uh, Carroll um, texted me before the show. I haven't talked to him in a long time. He used to be a cop in Raleigh, but I watched him one time give this old man uh, CPR. And uh, I was like, yo, how long are you going to do this? He's like, until the ambulance gets here. And I was like, so we got in a little rotation and, um, and I'm just thinking in my brain, like, dude, this guy is fucked. Like one, you've Done. crushed all of his ribs. Like now he's really fucked. Uh, dude came back alive. I, I think the guy's still alive. That's awesome. guy came alive. Like after dude, it was a while of CPR. I'm talking like six minutes. Probably that's dude incredible. came back. I don't think Robert ever got the lifesaving award though for that. He should have good job, Robert. Um, uh, Cause I would not have given him CPR that long. I would have been like, no, nope, he's done. Like, he is cold and dead at this point and my arms are tired. Um, but I learned a lesson that day that I, I, you can give somebody CPR for a hot minute and just keep alive. swimming. So, um, as long as they got a will to live, dude, uh, last bit in the news, the, uh, stolen yacht, the dramatic coast guard rescue one. I love the film, the guardians, uh, with Kevin Costner. I loved it when I was a kid. It made me want to be a rescue swimmer until I realized that rescue swimmers only rescue people. And I, I am more of a fighter, right? Um, can't shoot drowning people. Um, and so that's why I went the army route, but a stolen yacht. Uh, so there was this dramatic coast guard rescue off of the coast of, uh, of Washington um, and the Pacific Northwest. And uh, it was in Oregon actually. And, um, and if you've seen the dramatic footage, it's, it's all over the interwebs, big ass yacht. And this rescue diver jumps from like 30 feet out of the helicopter, just like the movie lands into the freezing cold Oregon winter water, that's, you know, 20 foot, 30 foot bomb waves that are drifting in. And this one wave just absolutely annihilates a massive yacht and flips this boat over. And it, you, it's incredible. And you see this rescue diver. One dives underneath this wave. That's big, the biggest wave I've ever seen. The wave might have been a hundred foot wave. I don't know. It's hard to tell. But that yacht was huge and it dwarfed that yacht. Uh, it's incredible footage. And they go and rescue this guy only to find out that the dude they rescued, that was a stolen yacht. And uh, the uh, a stolen yacht, a dramatic Coast Guard rescue, a dead fish, and the famed home featured in the classic 1980 film, the, the, the Goonies. This is an incredible story. Combined, Oregon police called it a series of really odd events along the Pacific Northwest coast spanning 48 hours that concluded Friday night with the arrest of a Canadian man. This is from the uh, alternate press. Jericho Wolf Labonte, 35, of Victoria, British Columbia, was taken into custody in northwestern Oregon, Resort town of Seaside. Police said in the news release, he's been pulled from the ocean hours earlier by Coast Guard swimmer just after the yacht he was piloting capsized amid big waves. He was briefly hospitalized for hyperthermia. Labonte was discharged before a third days in nearby Astoria, Oregon, saw the rescue video and said they recognized him as the same person who covered over uh, security cameras at the Goonies house and left fish on the front porch. 
Um, police and see that, by the way, there's been a lot of protests going on with the Goonies house. They don't want it to be, it got sold and the, the neighbors there wanted to just like go away. And now it's a museum or something. Police in Seaside about 17 miles South of Astoria said that they found Labonte on Friday evening at a homeless shelter where he was staying under an alias. Uh, they arrested him on charges of theft, criminal mischief, endangering another person and un unauthorized use of a vehicle. He was also wanted it. Now that's some Oregon West coast bullshit. So he didn't steal the boat. He was an unauthorized user of the boat. The, they, this is because they don't want to charge anybody with stealing anymore, but he fucking stole the boat. I think Hawaii was, we, they, they called it unauthorized entry into a motor vehicle, UEMV. Yeah. That's yeah. But that's just that, that's that whole left, you know, liberal mindset of policing. A uh, 35 foot, 11 meter yacht had been reported stolen by its owner on Friday afternoon, but they charged the guy with unauthorized use, not possession of stolen motor vehicle because they're fucking left-wing nuts as the swimmer approached a large wave slammed into the vessel rolling it over throwing the man later identified as labonte into the water mouth of the columbia the largest north american river flowing into the pacific ocean is known as the graveyard of the pacific for its notoriously rough seas dude this is an incredible video if you haven't seen it, it now um it, you know even though he arrested a dirtbag that he probably should have just let drown death um very heroic deed by the coast guard rescue swimmers those guys are no joke man those guys but, are no joke. I, it takes a lot of balls. You, we were talking about the ocean earlier before the show and how powerful the ocean can be. Now you're at the graveyard where this wave swallowed a 35 foot boat, and here you are at five foot ten, jumping 30 feet uh, from a helicopter that then dodges the same wave. So this wave was was over 30 feet tall because it was going to hit this helicopter. Um, so kudos to the Coast Guard pilot, the Coast Guard rescue swimmer. Um, you know, it sucks that Oregon's going to cut this guy loose, uh, you know, with no bond. But Yeah, he'll be he'll get another yacht by the time we're done with the show. He will. Uh, guys, uh, this has been another wonderful episode of Last Call. Hope we gave you guys something plenty to talk about over the weekend. This is all the news that you need to know, that you need to be in the know about. Something to talk about over the, the barbecue. Um, for those of you who were in the paid chats that were a part of today's show, fucking hater. Uh, Corn Pop was a bad dude, tactical dude. Um, we got uh, M um there was a lot of people in there earlier today too let's see me go up here daniel b bone cold fleas austin m34 potato will cray oh, there's just too many guys i know that at the beginning of the show i was having the conversation um with one of you that wasn't very active in the chats lumber chef always uh good to see you in there buddy um um will cray if i didn't already say his name Teresa k that's right Teresa k was in here yep. All, a lot of these guys going to the meetup too as well on the 12th so that's that's exciting um go by a ghost bed uh stay informed the more you know you know better well prepared you could be are we, are we still taking reviews for the contest is that today yeah that, 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 that monday i will add up all the reviews for the contest um go leave a rating and review trying to get 100 more reviews in 10 days and i'm gonna buy the staff some really cool hoodies um so oh, the staff really wants these hoodies by the way um so i think right now we are at 70 uh, last I checked. So, you know, if there's 30 of you guys out there that haven't given a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify, that now's your chance. You have uh, Monday morning it takes 24 hours for them to register. So if you do this shit on Monday, it's not going to, I mean, if you do this shit on Sunday, I'm not going to see it on Monday. So it's not going to count. So you've got today, which is Thursday, Friday and Saturday um, to really get those reviews cranking. So then I'll buy hoodies for, for all of our staff and it'll be really funny. Uh, maybe I'll do something else um, fun and fantastical, but uh, uh, don't forget Thursday we have, um, Com Center with Drew Breezy tomorrow uh, Thursday night. So if you're just listening to this today, tonight you have Com Center live on YouTube. That goes the podcast on Saturday, 
And then uh, Friday, we have our big giant case breakdown. So lots going on in the world of Fire Stop. Also, manscaped.com for the still running the promo code Wolfpack. Um, so you, you, if you want to get a Manscaped Wolfpack gift for Valentine's Day, uh, huge. I, the 4.0, I use it every freaking, I, I use it every week. I, I wash my hair. The, the shampoo and conditioner alone are worth it out of the Manscaped package. It makes me smell like a real man. And the travel bag that the 4.0 package, it's like a hundred bucks for all that. Once you use the promo code, the leather travel bag, I use it all the time. I travel every weekend. I always have my travel bag. So, uh, and it's real leather and it's really nice. So, um, head over to manscaped.com forward slash Wolfpack. If you want to listen to my children's podcast, Gromit Vomit, G-R-O-M-M-E-T, V-O-M-M-I-T. They would love to hear you guys. So see you guys' downloads on there. Leave them a rating and review if you really love the show. Um, they've got Ryan Sheckler coming up, so we're pretty excited about that. Until next time, guys, it's been Dead Like Media and myself, Eric Tanzi, and we'll see you next week for Last Call of the Day.